Welcome to the IT Career Energizer podcast. For anyone who wants to build and grow a career in IT, develop and improve your strengths and skills, be inspired and motivated by the successes of others, manage your career progression, and achieve your IT career goals. And now, your host, Phil Burgess. Welcome to episode 147 of the IT Career Energizer podcast. My guest on today's show is Sarah Lean. Sarah is a cloud solution architect for Microsoft, where she helps organizations with their data center transformations. In recent years, Sarah has started to focus and specialize in all things cloud, especially Microsoft Azure. Sarah is also a STEM ambassador and likes to share her story in the hope that it will inspire the next generation to start a career in STEM. So Sarah, can I ask you to expand on that intro and tell us a little bit more about yourself? So I've been in the IT industry for about 13 years now, and I've kind of done what I call my apprenticeship in IT. So I started off um, a first-level help desk, you know, taking those calls, resetting passwords for everybody, and I've kind of worked my way up through first level, second level, third level um, support type roles up until where I am today. So it's been it's been an interesting journey and I've probably touched every technology there is, whether it be Microsoft, VMware, you know, whatever it is, I've, I've got some experience and exposure to it. So I think I've got a good background and moving into the cloud is the next stage. And, and I think where my experience comes into play is in that data center migration chats that I have with customers because I can understand what they've got on premise and where their journey is going and, and relate to some of their staff as well. So that's me in a nutshell. <laughs> right. Okay. So obviously you joined Microsoft, when was it? Um, last year, I believe. Yeah, it was the start of last year. Yep. So. Right. And what sort of inspired that move? I think I've always wanted to work for Microsoft, to be honest. Um, being a bit of a geek, you know, that was always the dream company that I wanted to work for. And and I think just it's been a natural progression as I've kind of moved up that career ladder and, and where my skill set is. It's just been a good fit, I think, to be honest. Um, I've really enjoyed the last year. So. so, Sarah, can you perhaps share a career tip with the IT Career Energizer audience, one they may not know and should? For me, it'd be, be authentic. Be able to give your opinion and not be frightened to do that or um, think it's not worthy, you know, I've often been that person in the meeting room that's not not spoke up because I've I've been frightened to give my opinion and stuff. But when I've started to do that, I've started to get a lot of respect. And I think that's that's what a lot of people forget. You know, you're invited to these meetings and situations and you're expected to give your opinion. So don't be frightened to do that. It can be hard, but definitely don't don't be frightened to do that. No one's gonna shout at you for having a different opinion in the room, or they shouldn't be shouting at you um, if your opinion <laughs> yes. differs. But um but you know, just just be your be yourself and and don't be frightened to use your voice. Yeah, I think part of that comes with experience as well, and and gaining confidence in those situations. So, yes, as a meeting, as you say, it's it's all about participation, and you're there for a reason to provide your input. So, yes, definitely, I agree. Okay, Sarah, can you share your maybe your worst IT career moment with us and what you learned from that experience? A few years ago, I was in a really awkward situation with um, a job I was in um, my manager and I just didn't get along we were complete polar opposites and I think me being a wee bit immature or inexperienced didn't really know how to react to that 
so it just became a, a negative working experience and ultimately I ended up moving jobs for the wrong reason and I moved into the completely wrong role you know I, I changed companies and, and picked a role that wasn't suited for me and that led me down an even darker path to be honest and I completely wasn't happy I managed to turn that round and find the right path but I think you know from that I've learned a to be more proactive in a bad situation you know if I don't if I don't get on with someone in the workplace you know try and understand that and why I'm I'm, I'm not getting on with them and also I'm looking at changing roles to make the right choice and to evaluate it properly and not just look for the pound signs to be honest <laughs> um, right. as we often do get caught up with that so I think it was a great learning experience and a, a growing experience for me as well that one I mean, you obviously you mentioned um, obviously the the value of the role in terms of financially, but are there other attributes that you look for when you actually consider a company or a particular role that you want to take? I think nowadays it's all around being mature, and and I mean that in sense of you know flexible working um, situations, um, a manager that's going to be inspiring, going to support your choices, as well as someone you get on with and and doing a job that actually you enjoy I'm sure everybody says this when they come on your your podcast but you know if you enjoy your your work it's not really work it becomes a kind of extension of you and and maybe your hobbies or whatever so I think you just need to to find a job description that that understands you and you resonate with um if that makes sense it does yes um obviously you mentioned the personal relationship side of it as well so I must admit back in my own career um I've made the mistake of being interviewed on a Friday afternoon and the communication during the interview didn't go particularly well, but I assumed it was the end of the week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People were tired. Um, yep. And in hindsight, I should have realized at the time it was just that the person who was interviewing me and, and I just didn't communicate well. And, and it obviously bore out when I actually started in that role as well. So yeah, one thing I learned was you, yeah, if you do have those red flags appear, take notice of them definitely absolutely yep so sarah can you um maybe tell us about your career highlight instead and uh maybe your greatest success that probably was joining microsoft last year you know i, I do have that memory of of working on my first computer and, and wanting to work for bill gates you know um back in the day so being able to work for microsoft is probably my career highlight and you know there was a wee bit of luck involved in that because you know, obviously I've worked hard to get, get the knowledge and experience that I have, but just through a chance meeting through the Glasgow Azure user group that I founded two years ago, I made a contact that worked at Microsoft and he um, referred me to the job and that's how I ended up getting the job. So hard work and a bit of luck has actually paid off and I've got my dream job, to be honest. So. Indeed. So where are you actually based Mostly from the, my house or um, on customer sites. Um, <laughs> right. So <laughs> probably tell from the accent that I'm based up in Scotland. So I work up in Scotland and most of my customers are down in, in England, unfortunately. So lots of computing through um, Heathrow Airport at the moment, but it's good fun. And, and the flexibility that I get to work from home some days when I'm not on customer sites is great as well. So there's a nice balance there. Okay. So, Sarah, what excites you about the future of the IT industry and careers in IT in particular? I think it's just always been the same thing, that no two days are the same. You know, you, you wake up and you, you go to your job and 
it's different from what it was the day before. And I think especially now we're into this whole cloud first mentality and, and there's so many things changing and evolving that it's that it's great. You know, I can pick up new technologies or a new mythology or meet new people with different perspectives all the time. And and really, it's just exciting. I think it's just I'm st- I've still got that passion in my belly for IT and, and learning. You know, I'm not jaded. I'm not I'm not just sitting on my laurels. I I'm super excited about it and, and, you know, what I can learn and what I can build on and take from that on-premise skill set that I have and transfer it into the cloud. And I, I just, I'm, I'm just super excited about that. And I love that. <laughs> yeah. Obviously your focus is the cloud and obviously where you have a passion. Are there any other areas that particularly interest you? Traditionally, I've been an infrastructure person. I've been your true server hugger um, type person, but what I'm trying to <laughs> <laughs> what I'm trying to evolve in now is is learning some of the DevOps stuff and and trying to understand you know the infrastructure as code and how I can automate a lot of things and make things repeatable and build up that kind of repository of content that I can use not only just you know as a personal thing but for customers as well. So I'm building on that that skill set and trying to change and evolve my skill set. So that's kind of exciting to know um i feel like a kid at christmas with a new technology and stuff so <laughs> yeah you touched on repeatability in particular and i think that sort of goes hand in hand with efficiency as well so i think as yeah. these things mature and, and and uh we see greater benefits from that as well i think that's a direction things are likely to be going as well absolutely i'm, I'm dead jealous of some of the tools that people have got nowadays that we didn't have because yes. um, it would have saved a lot of time now so <laughs> i'm sure yeah okay we're going to go into the reveal round now we're going to find out a little bit more about you and the way you think are you ready for this yep on you go so what first attracted you to a career in it well as you can guess i've got a passion around it and computers that was obviously a big draw but also the fact that i can combine it with helping people and sharing my knowledge you know my very first role was on the help desk so i was constantly helping people but i still do that nowadays and i I enjoy that. I enjoy being able to teach to a certain degree because that was also a career kind of line or path that I wanted to take was either being a teacher or doing something with computing. So I think the role I'm in the now actually combines those two passions. So that's what kind of drew me to the IT role more than anything else. Okay. And what is the best career advice you've ever received? I think be yourself. It's just totally cliche, but... I think what I did when I was very young was try and follow in the footsteps of some people that I worked with, you know, people I looked up to, and that wasn't necessarily the right role for me. So I think, you know, find who you want to be and be that person and just be that strong person and go forward and forge your own path. I think that's absolutely the way folks should look nowadays. If you were to begin your IT career again right now, what would you do? I would spend more time learning about networking. (laughs) Um, When I was at university, we had optional courses that did networking and I completely took the immature route and didn't take those (laughs) optional classes. (laughs) And I wish I kind of did. And if I had my time again, I would go back and and spend the time in the classroom and not uh, in the pub drinking. Um, Because I think that would make me a, a, a more rounded infrastructure person if I was more networking savvy. I can do some of it, but... I can't do enough that I want to do, so I would definitely do that again. Okay. And what career objectives are you currently focusing on? It's kind of filling those gaps on the development side and trying to learn more and also trying to 
get more exposure to Linux. Um, so I'm a I'm a Microsoft person. You know, I've been mostly in Windows technologies and operating systems. So my goal this year is to try and get my some Linux certifications under my belt and and fill that kind of gap and be able just be that more rounded person. To be honest. Um, and what's the number one non-technical skill that has helped you in your career so far? So that's got to be one of my hobbies is curling. So I, I that, that's a sport I've played for 20-odd years now. And it's actually really helped me in terms of understanding teamwork because you work in a team. There's four of yep. you in the team. And also I'm, I'm what they call in curling a skip, which is really the, the captain or the leader of that team. And often I have to make decisions based on my gut and in the split second, you know, in the blink of eye, I have to make decisions and and ultimately those decisions can define the game. So being that leader and having that role in curling has actually helped me in my job because I have the confidence to be that leader in, you know, customer consultations or in, a, in my peer settings and vice versa as well. So things I've taken you know, learnings about those decisions that I've made in a work environment have also helped me mature as a curling player. So I, I think that's, yeah, my curling hobby has helped me in my IT as well. So it's, right. it's a weird one. Okay. <laughs> you are the first curler I've spoken to ever, I think. <laughs> so, um, I've got to ask you, does the skip always play last? Not always. Um, some people juggle it about, but they, it, technically you should, but you don't always. So... <laughs> Cool. Okay. So Sarah, can you share a parting piece of career advice with the IT Career Energizer audience? I think it would just, don't be frightened. You know, when I was younger, I was dead frightened to to actually pursue my dreams and I didn't think I was good enough and I had that whole imposter syndrome. You know, and maybe with maturity, I've I've kind of lost a bit of that. But if I was giving anybody advice, don't be frightened to go and pursue your dreams. We're all worthy of those dreams that we have. So just definitely don't be frightened and just go out and get them because your world's your oyster and don't have any regrets. And finally, what's the best way we can find out more about you and connect with you? So you can find me on Twitter. Um, Techie Lass is my handle and my blog is also techielass.com. So you know, just feel free to reach out. I am there. Sarah, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. It's been great chatting with you. Thank you, Phil. It's been awesome. A quick thank you again to my guest on today's show for sharing their career tips, advice and experiences. You'll find a show notes page for today's episode on the IT Career Energizer website, which will be itcareerenergizer.com slash e and then the number of today's episode. Now that there are three new episodes of the show every week, make sure that you're subscribed to the show so you don't miss out. And don't forget to join the new IT Career Energizer community group in Facebook. If you're enjoying the podcast, it would be great to hear from you and to learn about your own career journey, your successes, opinions and thoughts on the future of the industry. Thanks for supporting the show. And remember, if you're not growing your career, you're slowing your career. Thanks for listening to the IT Career Energizer podcast. To find out more about building a successful career in IT, visit itcareerenergizer.com.